listening to The Gender Rebels. I'm Kathleen, a cis woman and ally. And I'm Faith, a trans woman. Gender Rebels is a question and answer podcast that explores life outside the gender binary. A big thanks to our Patreon supporters. If you'd like to support the show, go to patreon.com slash gender rebels. Hey everyone, I'm Kath. And I'm Faith. Faith, do we have any patrons to thank? We do. We've got some really awesome patrons. Woo! Yeah, we've got Paige. Thank you, Paige. Yeah, TJ. TJ, thank TJ's you. TJ's very cool. Mm. And uh, Aaron. Aaron, thank you so much. Yeah, you guys are fantastic. Thank you. I understand we have a cool listener question. We do, and this one is from a cis person. Mm? Yeah. Um, they say, at work, we have an employee that is planning to transition in the next year. Her supervisor, my colleague, wants to be supportive, but doesn't know where to begin and doesn't want to accidentally offend. I will also see her at trainings, and I want to be supportive. Any resources you would recommend? How can I be a good coworker to my new trans person? Great question. Well, you have been in this situation surrounded by coworkers. As the trans person. Correct. Some coworkers seem to care about being a good coworker. Some did not. What do you want? What's the best case scenario? They just everyone just ignores it and goes I, on with their life. I think every person sort of has their own best case scenario mm. in a lot of ways. Coming out at work, huge step, of course, monumental step for a trans person in their transition. I and feel again, like we have thirty episodes on it. We do. <laughs> we got a lot of episodes. We do. We're going to cover the same ground sometimes. But I like this because I want to do an episode for cis people. I want, oh, no. I want this to be an episode where if you're a trans person or you're a cis person, I want this to be a resource that people can find. Mm-hmm. And they're like, all right, I'm a, I'm a cool cis person. Totally. I want to be cool to my new trans coworker. Totally. Um, how do I do that? Correct. That wasn't a criticism. It was like, we have some other resources. We'll have yeah. links down below. Um, because work is such a big deal and it's, you know, what we've gone into, it's your livelihood. Um, you lose that, you risk losing everything. Like there's a lot involved with that act of coming out, which is why it is so great that a listener asked this question. Mm -hmm. It's awesome. In fact, this is what we want. Yeah. And so that's, this is a really huge step. That's usually the step for person Mm -hmm. is... When trans people, a lot of trans people, myself included, would do what we call part-time, mm-hmm. where a, a transgender person, someone who identifies with and feels comfortable with the a gender other than what they were assigned at birth, mm-hmm. a, they can choose to present it as that gender mm-hmm. throughout their life. And that may be something that they do some of the time, what we might call part-time. So that is evenings, weekends, or maybe just on specific evenings, or maybe they have a support group they can go to, Mm -hmm. or maybe they like to go out and party, but they have, they're like Mm part-time with that. But when a person chooses to come out full-time to really live as their true self, as we say, as the gender they identify with, the gender they feel comfortable with, Mm -hmm. that's a huge step. That's usually the last step. As far as coming out. Sure. It's like, I want to be myself 24-7. Mm-hmm. That will usually... That's a huge That's a huge step. And as as their coworker, 
you you probably want to be polite. I think most people want to be polite. Mm-hmm. I think throughout their lives, most people just want to be polite. You may depend on this person because they have to do the TPS reports that mm-hmm. you have to compile into like the weekly TPS meeting mm-hmm. agenda. And so you need to be on this person's good side. Mm-hmm. None of us really want to antagonize our coworkers. None of us want to really cause problems at work. Mm-hmm. Except for you. I do. Yep, you do. But that's okay. You're a bit of a chaos demon. It's more more fun. Yeah. So, yeah, you want to be a good coworker. Right. Your coworker's coming out trans. Maybe you don't know a lot about being trans. Maybe you don't even know what it is. Quick run. We already explained Mm -hmm. what that is. But one other thing you should know is that gender is a construct. Gender and sex describe two different things. Sex describes your biological sex. Um... Gender is a set of roles and behaviors that society has decided should different groups of people should do. Mm-hmm. And often that aligns with biological sex. Mm-hmm. For a lot of people it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Gender is a social gender is a social construct. Correct. And a lot of people who are anti-trans or don't understand being trans will con- confuse those two. Mm-hmm. And so it's very important we make a distinction between those two the the example i really love is the dogs yes dogs have biological sexes but dogs don't have genders dogs male dogs and female dogs all tend to behave the same way they all really want food they all love destroying (laughs) socks they all love running around and you know pretending to fight each other yes so they don't really have genders the way we do they do have biological sex. Gender mm-hmm. is something humans created. And so your coworker is changing their gender. Mm-hmm. They can't change their biological sex, but that's different. Mm-hmm. They can't change their chromosomes, but that's different. Mm-hmm. Gender is something humans created. So you want to be a cool coworker, and that's awesome. Mm-hmm. Thank you for listening to this. Thank you for checking this out. Thank you for doing the work. Yes. To be an awesome coworker. And here's the perfect thing about being an awesome coworker. it's pretty easy yeah it's almost nothing there's going to be three simple things i'm okay. going to outline and maybe by the end of this we'll come up with fourth because sure. there'll be that one other thing that we're like Ugh, oh oh yeah forgot about that number one i think is treat your coworker like you would treat anyone else like you've treated them all along yeah like, that shouldn't change except for the name you use and the pronouns you Yeah, use. that's going to be the second one. Oh, I ruined it. Oh, no. The first one is just treat them like a normal person. Mm-hmm. Some some trans people, when they come out, like myself, they don't want to make a big deal about it. Right. I wanted my coming out at work to be nothing. I wanted it to be no big deal. Mm-hmm. There was an email sent out to staff. But, like, my boss wanted to do, like, oh, we'll do, like, a whole meeting and you can just explain things to people and they can ask you questions. And I was like... No. Wasn't it like a welcome breakfast? That was the other thing he had thought oh about was we'll God. do a welcoming breakfast and everyone can just you But know, I'm, I'm like, here already. Why no. do you think a different person is coming in the door yeah. that you need to welcome? So again, some people might like that. Some trans people may be like, Yes, that's awesome. Mm-hmm. I know a trans person, one of our listeners, a uh, person who's been on the show, who chose to meet with each of their coworkers individually. Wow. Because they wanted to explain it to them. Mm-hmm. And so each trans person will be different. But 
treat them the way you would treat them normally. Nothing's changing about their personality, who they are as mm-hmm. a human being. Mm-hmm. In fact, they are more themselves now than they ever were because mm-hmm. they're not hiding something from you. They don't have to hide that. They don't have to feel like they they have to keep a part of themselves separate. Right. They can actually just be who they are and be honest about who they are. They're and that's not playing fantastic. a role anymore. Yeah. Yeah. So if they want to celebrate this and shout it from the rooftop, shout it from the rooftops with them. If they want to make it not a big deal, keep it not a big deal. But the point is, just treat them the way that you've always treated them. And if you've treated them shittily, <laughs> maybe improve that but like don't treat anyone shittily yeah (laughs) maybe we should have opened with that don't treat anyone shittily that's (laughs) like one of our rules yeah yeah um the second thing this is what you got into you want to do the second thing use the right names and right pronouns yeah the end yes i mean it's it's a don't treat them like a a circus freak i i kind of i don't I'm nervous about expanding on this because I don't want to accidentally step on number three now. Uh, but yeah, they're the same person doing the same work with the same knowledge and experience and the same access to the same files that you need. I don't know. Different name, different pronouns. The end. Like, if you were friends and you had lunch once a week, please continue to do that. If you were just um, wave at each other at happy hour and attend two of the same meetings a week, do that um yeah treat yeah. them the exactly the mm-hmm. same just get those names and pronouns names right. and pronouns are, are very important you get exactly two slip-ups in both cases I mean, we've gone over this before. it has to be within it has to be within what was the percentage time uh, didn't someone talk about this yeah was like when, if when... you've known someone for if you've known someone for 10 years mm-hmm then you... One hundredth of the time, I think. Yeah, is it one hundredth of the time? But so I then... don't know if we came up with a number. Someone else came up with this, and yeah. I don't know who, and if you're a listener out there and you know who did, mm-hmm. that's awesome. But the idea is that if you just met someone, then, what is it, one hundred, whatever the whatever the time that you've met them, we can delete this too if we can't explain this well. If you've known them forever... It's going to be a little harder to switch names yeah. and pronounce. You get a little oh, more of a grace period. Yeah, it's a hundredth of the... So it's one one hundredth of the time. One percent of the time that you've known them. So mm-hmm. if you've known them for a hundred years, you can screw up for a year. Mm-hmm. If you've known them for five uh, minutes, you can you can screw up for 20 can seconds. never screw yeah. up. Yeah, <laughs> or whatever that would be. It's a vanishingly small fraction of a and, second. And so you, you, you do get... People do screw up. People are habitual. Mm-hmm. I get that. Um, the coworkers that I've had, uh, who got married and chose to take their spouse's name, I'm often like, I don't, I don't, I rarely refer to them by their last name, but mm-hmm. every time I'm like looking them up on the phone chart, I'm like, what is, what is her last name now? Yeah, okay. It's yeah. this. So that's something that people do screw up. People screw up. If you screw up, catch yourself, apologize and do better next time. Don't apologize big just oh sorry yep and then do better next time that's it yeah but the person's name is their identity Mm -hmm. it's important to them and this is something i always bring up people that are like well i come on i've got to like call a trans person by their new name now now i've got to call you know mary i gotta call her dave now i don't Mm -hmm. understand that like there are people in your office who are like Thomas Johnson, who go by TJ, mm-hmm. and there are people who whose name is like 
Mary Ann Marie Maryson, who goes by Mary. <laughs> and there's, you know, people people go by different, like, you know, Chuck down in accounting. Chuck's not his, his first name. Chuck is his middle name. Mm-hmm. So, like, we all adapt to that. Yeah. We all adapt to that. And that's all you have to do is just adapt to that. Mm-hmm. Refer to someone by their chosen name. Pronouns are especially important as well. Yes. Because that... That is showing, that is how you can validate this person and show you care. Mm-hmm. It's how you can show, it's basic decency, but it can all, but just doing the basic decency shows that you're putting in this effort. Mm-hmm. Like we said, there's three basic things. It's all very simple. Treat them normally. Use these names and pronouns. And the third one, do you want to, do you want to guess what the third one is? I'm going to guess buy them expensive presents every day. Yes. That is absolutely the third one. So it's probably smart to start setting aside cash now (laughs) in case you'll have a trans coworker in the future. Yeah. And if you don't have trans coworkers, you can just send us expensive presents. That works as well. In a way, Faith is your trans coworker. Yeah. We are working on this (laughs) together. What's number three? Um, Number three, I think, is a very big one. And that is... Ooh, I just thought of a fourth one. Oh, boy. We knew this would happen. But number three is speak up Oh, when you encounter someone being hurtful. Shut it down. Yes. This is the most important. Okay. The other two are very important, too. But this is also super important because this is something that cis people need to do. So many people want to be allies and they want to be supportive and that is fantastic and this is basically the one thing you have to do to be supportive this is the this is the most important thing you can do is that when there is homophobia transphobia do this for racism too yeah do this for ableism Mm -hmm. do this for anything but when you see a vulnerable group especially your trans co-worker being made fun of Mm -hmm. being um verbally attacked mm-hmm. um being dismissed or being joked about mm-hmm. or just disrespected speak up be that voice mm-hmm. who tells those people hey this is not cool this is not acceptable this is a place of, of business we don't talk about people that way the magic words are guys come on and then you have conveyed your disgust if it's a boss, though, I once had someone yeah. kind of veer close to like a gender joke, and I said, "Careful," because I don't feel like I, at the time, like I could have yeah. set my boss straight on something like that. I think you can, if like say you're in a meeting or something, and your yeah. boss does it. I, I, what I might do is talk to your boss after it depends if my boss is both both of my boss i have two bosses Mm -hmm. and both of them are i feel like i could say that if they okay okay neither of them i feel like would say something like that because they're both pretty decent which is fantastic but i feel like if they did say that i would be comfortable even in a meeting situation being like i guys mm, no really wow okay really no um i don't know if i would if If it's a situation where maybe you're not, I would take it aside Mm -hmm. with your boss. Mm -hmm. Because your boss has a a, a place of power over you. It could potentially create problems. I would go go aside and say, look, 
I felt that was kind of inappropriate. Mm-hmm. I didn't want to bring it up in front of everyone, but I do want to bring it up in front of you. Mm-hmm. And is I would even ask, is there a way I could like, you know, if some, you know, if that's a situation, if it happens in the future, happens in the future come on. <laughs> I I don't know because it's it's tricky. Your boss yeah, can really hard, cause though. you a lot of problems. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. In general, most bosses aren't going to be like this, though. It's, I hope not. I hope not. We but don't know. That's, there's an HR department. You can stick up other times. Mm-hmm. I, obviously, keep your job. Mm-hmm. You know, but... One trick I heard about yeah. that might be put to good use here is um, something that I'd read in the context of for how guys can help with toxic masculinity. And if mm-hmm. they're in a crowd of guys who starts hassling some girl walking by... And one of the guys in the group is really not into it and really not cool with it, but doesn't necessarily feel like he can be like, shut it down, bros. Yeah. Look around the group and see if anyone else looks uncomfortable. So do that in the meeting. Look around the meeting if someone else is kind of fidgeting or looking away or rolling their eyes. Meet up with them later and say, I saw how you were, I saw how you looked when the boss made the attack helicopter joke. And I'm, yeah, I, I felt sick to my stomach. That was not cool, right? Yeah, that wasn't cool. Hey, how about if it happens again? Both of us speak up. Yeah. We make a pact. I'll say, that's not cool. And you, you got to have my back. Yeah, actually, that is really not cool. I don't know if this works, but it might be an option for it some of our listeners. It might be an option. Listeners. And again... You know your work situation. You know your boss. Mm -hmm. You know where you stand. Mm -hmm. I think it's important to speak up where you can. Mm -hmm. And I think a lot of the time might be in the canteen or just shop talk or whatever. And Mm -hmm. it may just be a situation where, obviously, if your boss is doing this in a meeting, you may not feel safe doing that. Right. Do what you can. Maybe have a word with HR if need be. But like, or shoot an anonymous email or write, you know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Put an anon- anonymous memo to HR. Mm-hmm. But I think in, in general, in general, it's probably not going to be bosses doing this in meetings. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It might be bosses doing this in private. Yeah. But it's probably going to be, you're probably going to experience this most often with coworkers doing this in what I'll call private quote unquote where or just non crowded I see not as public situations. No one's gonna do this in a formal setting. Hopefully. I mean, but speak up, write in. Let us know if yeah. we've got that wrong. If if you've got bosses wildly transphobic in uh, at the company annual picnic or something, we would love to know. I hope yeah. that is not the case. I'm going to believe that is not the case until I hear otherwise yeah. from y'all. So I hope. But let's just say speak up Okay. What, speak up when you can. One, two, and three. When All you right. have the ability, speak up, speak up, speak up. Got it. Because you want to be an ally, and part of what normalizes all all this th- this stuff is people seeing that others don't approve of it. Mm-hmm. Even your most diehard, racist, homophobic asshole does still wants to kind of be popular. Yeah, like we, they don't love yeah. it when they see someone roll their eyes after yeah. they say something. Even if it's like their nephew's buddy or something. Like, yeah. you know, people don't like that. They no. don't like the negative feedback. And they and they start to see that. And and hopefully that slowly glacially begins to change opinions. Mm-hmm. But that's I think the biggest thing is you want to be cool to your coworker, stand up for them. Mm-hmm. 
tell other people this is not acceptable. Mm-hmm. This is not cool. This is not right. Come on. Definitely shut it down if you hear it from yeah. people you supervise. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely exploit your position of power in every <laughs> possible way for the good of all humanity. Yes, I mean, I agree with that. That's one of the things that people need to understand. And again, this is for our cis listeners. A lot of what we talk about in what is so-called identity politics or PC culture or whatever is is mostly about things people can't help. Mm-hmm. And I think that's something people need to understand about being trans or being gay. Mm-hmm. This is not something that any trans or gay person chose. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. This is something inherent to who we are. I'm a transgender woman. Mm-hmm. I felt dysphoria my entire life. Dysphoria is that deep feeling of discomfort with my assigned gender, mm-hmm. right? With being male. I didn't like it. I never liked it. I never felt right in that role. And transitioning to a female gender works for me. Mm -hmm. Makes me happier. Solves that problem. Mm -hmm. I never chose to be dysphoric. I did choose to transition, but I didn't choose to be dysphoric. I didn't choose to have those feelings. The same way that an African-American person does not choose their ethnicity, mm-hmm. right? A person with cerebral palsy does not choose to have cerebral palsy. Mm-hmm. A person, she was female, didn't choose that, except for me. No. Yeah. <laughs> These vulnerable groups that, that you know, need to be treated normal mm-hmm. are, are, they're all things people didn't choose. And I think that's the important thing also people need to realize is that LGBTQ people the T being trans. Mm-hmm. They didn't choose this. This is not something they chose. And at work, in a professional situation, especially, uh, of course, in other situations, we also shouldn't be discriminatory. But in work, especially in a professional uh, atmosphere where we've got to work with all sorts of different people, all sorts of different clients, all sorts of different customers, all sorts of different vendors. We have to put aside that shit. People don't choose this. You have to accept that and treat them the same as you would any other person. Mm-hmm. I This is like the most basic thing in the world. I mm-hmm. shouldn't even have to be saying I it. I can't believe we have to say it. We shouldn't have to say it. But all right. Do you want to know what thing number four is? I do. Yes, do you want to yes, guess? Yes. Do you have a guess? Does it involve puppets and puppet shows? Like, like specifically finger puppets, but maybe sock puppets? So many types of marionette Puppets, puppets and what are called Muppets, oh, which are a combination puppet marionette. Oh, but they were sock puppets for the most part. Uh, they a lot of the, the Muppets had a lot of complex stuff. Mm-hmm. They have the stick hand and there's they have the, stick hand. sometimes there's a human hand in right, there. Right. Yeah. Like I thought all their mouth movements were human hands. Human hands, yeah, but then sometimes there's like another puppeteer doing the hand. The hand that's like correct. Ernie, Bert mm-hmm. and Ernie. Ernie has one puppeteer doing the mouth and, and another, another puppeteer on doing one hand. That's His correct. other hand always stands up. But Bert had little skinny arms. Yeah. And that was a marionette that was on a wire. Yeah, and, and a lot of the Muppets had sticks for hands. Correct. And there'd be another pup another puppeteer doing the hands. Exactly. Anywho. Kermit um, sticks for his hands. Yeah. yeah. The, sometimes you can see the little wires. Oh, I always saw them. Yep. Yeah. Um I actually enjoy puppetry a great deal. Mm-hmm. I like doing it a lot. Mm-hmm. I, we were even looked into classes. 
because I enjoyed. I felt like I always had a talent for puppetry. Anyway, this is off topic, and uh, and adults too, Eh, less so. Okay, (laughs) sophisticated adults with good taste. Like it's a good way to amuse a kid if you ever have to. Um, I also just think it's fun. So the fourth thing I came up with that I think is to do some research on your own. Okay, and this is something your chances are if you're listening to this you've done some research Mm -hmm. but just sort of understand what it is a little more Mm -hmm. understand you know this is why throughout this episode because i do want this to be something a cis person could listen to puppetry notwithstanding but (laughs) welcome to the gender rebels we do a lot of off-topic segue or off-topic you know what do you call those topics top yeah anyway (laughs) No, where you where you veer off in another direction. Ah, tangents. Tangents, yes. So we do a lot of off-topic tangents. Do some research. Learn about it a little bit. Mm-hmm. Because ignorance, and I don't mean ignorance in any pejorative way. I mean it, lack of knowledge. And we all have lack of knowledge about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. And you have lack of knowledge about being transgender mm-hmm. about the stuff LGBTQ people go through. Mm-hmm. It doesn't hurt you to go look up people's experiences, to go look up stuff about it. Yeah, I want to believe that the fact that you submitted the question makes you somewhat interested. At the very least, you're interested in learning how to do this the right way. Yeah. And it's fascinating. Um, we've been at this podcast for three years, and every episode is more fascinating than the last. If you're not into listening to every episode, yeah, Google it. Like, find out what it is, what what your coworker's journey might have mm-hmm. been like, what the process is. You don't have to ask them that because some of that's kind of personal yeah. questions. But do your homework. And please don't go in Monday morning and ask for, like, a gold star from your coworker and say, hey, I went and read uh, the Wikipedia page. The Wikipedia <laughs> page. I read a Wikipedia page about transgender yeah. stuff. I learned so much this weekend. What are they supposed to do with that? Just have your knowledge and own it and continue to be cool. And I thought of number five. which Oh, my of, goodness. It's, it's into number f- I thought of number seven through 12. We'll be here but all night. I thought of number five, which is um, don't ask questions about people's junk. Yes. You can ask, how'd you pick the name? Yeah. You can ask, where'd you get the those shoes yeah they're adorable you can ask that's about it yeah i would just say if you're worried this is this is my my rule about offices is if you have to sit and wonder if a joke is appropriate at work just don't ask it if you even have to ask that just don't do it yeah and this is the thing if you if you worry that maybe this might be personal don't ask it. Mm-hmm. And if you wouldn't... Turn this around on yourself. Let's do some golden rule here. If you wouldn't like being asked that question yourself, mm-hmm. don't ask it. Is uh, How did you pick your name? Is that too personal? I don't think that's too personal. Because it's interesting. For okay. me, it's not. Mm-hmm. Um, other people... I mean, no one at work ever asked me. But mm. I don't know. Maybe I'm just not that. Your mom asked you, right? She did. She is not your coworker. She's not. She's someone else. By the way, I picked my name by looking at the uh, people, the most common birth names in the U.S. for girls uh, between 
uh, basically of my cohort, people who were born, say, three years before or three years after, that whole group. And I looked through and picked one that I liked, mm -hmm. that had a nice sound, mm -hmm. and that uh, I didn't know anyone with that or have any negative connotations for. Brings us to faith. Yes. Yeah. So... And that's it. I think if you do those five things, <laughs> you're gonna be a good coworker. And I think the fact that you're seeking this out or trying to be a good coworker means your heart's in the right place. Absolutely. You might screw up once or twice, and that's fine. Mm -hmm. Treat it like any other screw up, and that means apologize once and try harder mm -hmm. and, and don't do it again. Mm -hmm. And uh, just treat your coworker normally. Be supportive. Speak up when someone talks shit and... Uh, be awesome. Yeah. And send us any other questions you have. Mm -hmm. If you really have burning questions and Professor Google isn't helping you, ask us, not your coworker. Um, but there's a million resources out there. I trust you to uh, to find those because it is interesting. Mm -hmm. And thanks for being a really cool coworker. Yeah. I think that's the biggest thing. Your heart's in the right place. And when you come, come at that with your heart in the right place, chances are you're going to do the right thing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Cool. Yeah, thank you very much, anonymous friend of mine from high school who <laughs> sent me this question. Let's call her Bethany. Bethany. Thank you, yeah. Bethany. We roll out Bethany a lot. We do. <laughs> it's one of my go-to names. <laughs> thank you, Matilda. Yes, thank you. Yes. So. Yes. Here we are. We, this is what? What episode number is this? 154? 154, 155, I think. Something like that. Yeah. I think we had 153 when we were at uh, Philly, and we've done, this will be our second episode since then. Mm. This is 155. Mm. This is three years of Gender Rebels. Mm. So we have an announcement, guys. Mm -hmm. And I just kind of want to, before we announce this, I just kind of want to give a little background. You'll still be getting your Gender Rebels, don't yes. you worry. Yes. I am dealing right now with some legal stuff. Which is related to fighting my health insurance company. I'm dealing with my health insurance company. Mm -hmm. I'm dealing with a lot of doctors and stuff. And it's honestly, from a mental health standpoint, been draining me. I'm and sure a lot of you have had pretty similar encounters, experiences, and you, you know what this is. You know how much it can just suck you dry. Yeah. And so from a mental health standpoint, I personally need to take a little break from the daily podcast. Weekly. Weekly podcast. <laughs> daily. Thank God we don't do a daily podcast. <laughs> you guys would get sick of us. And our quality would decline markedly. <laughs> it would drop real quick. <laughs> so I I just need a break from the gender rebels. I love y'all. I love the the community we built. It's mm. been so awesome to meet a lot of y'all, to, to see your progress, to get emails and updates from you and everything. It's been awesome. But for my own mental health... I've got a, I'm just dealing with a lot personally and it's just, it's, it's a lot. It's been a lot for me and that's all. So I just need to take a little break. Mm -hmm. So it's going to change. We'll be taking the rest of the summer off and the plan is to start again in the fall. We're trying a TV show model episodes all throughout the fall, winter, spring, and taking the summer break. Yeah. I feel like this might be a really good approach to, have a chance to lie fallow, to have a chance to generate new ideas, and to keep bringing you quality content like we have been, mm -hmm. which is not as often. Yeah. 
And uh, I really appreciate y'all being patient with us during the break. And we'll keep coming at you with great Gender Rebels material. We'll figure this out because, guys, I'm sick of dealing with lawyers. I'm sick of getting blood drawn. You have no idea. <laughs> so a little time off will, will greatly help my mental health. I think it is a small price to pay Yeah, for us to get you back and fight and form. Exactly. That's what I want to be. I want to be Faith 100. And right now I'm at like Faith 60. <laughs> I don't like being Faith 60. So we will call this Operation Faith 100. Yep. And, as always, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you next time. We will. All right, everybody. Keep rebelling. Keep rebelling. Bye. Bye! If you've enjoyed this episode and want to help us keep making more great content, go to patreon.com forward slash gender rebels. We have many different levels of support and lots of great rewards, including drinks with the gender rebels at Stonewall. Please leave a five-star review on iTunes. That makes it easier for other people to find us. And send your questions to questions at genderrebels.com or find us on Twitter at the gender rebels music for the gender rebels is by jasper the colossal follow the link down below or download them on itunes today and for all our episodes visit genderrebels.com the gender rebels is a comeback sync production copyright 2019 all rights reserved and to all you gender rebels out there keep rebelling bye